I'm Riley. And I'm Emily. Thank you so much for joining us again for another awesome episode. I think we're on like 12 or 13. I can't even count the episodes anymore. We're, we're just rocking. Here. We're rocking and rolling. We're just pushing out the content, having a blast, drinking a little wine while we're at it. Pardon me. Cheers. <laughs> so thank everyone for tuning back in. Make sure you like the video, subscribe to the channel, follow us on Patreon. We got some juicy shit over there. All of our uh, social media and stuff is in the caption below. Be sure to follow us and join in on all the polls and questions and all the fun things we put up there on Instagram and Twitter and TikTok and t X and uh, whatever. We're everywhere. Just follow all the things. <laughs> so we've got a bit of a dramatic and juicy one. It's going to take a few episodes to get through this tale because a tale it certainly is. <clears throat> Riley, we are starting off with our first ever hire. Yes. Anyway, so we're going to rewind really to, you know, before Muse opened. So Emily is still in the business. Um, she's nearing the very end of her career. Muse is going to be opening and we need to start hiring. <laughs> uh, so at the time um, we set up an interview, this girl was... Let, let's call her June. Okay. Mm, June. Um, right. June, our, our first potential hire. Emily was still in the industry, like I said, and she was on shift at her spa that day. So <laughs> we needed to interview her. And at the time we did everything together. So it was, we both have to interview her. I mean, in hindsight, why didn't I just do it? But um, so we met at a Starbucks that was very close to where Emily worked and she kind of snuck out of the building and we interviewed <laughs> June. Um, bit of a family friend of mine. I use that term very loosely, um, but there was a family connection. So I kind of knew who this girl was. Right. <laughs> oh, the rebellion. <laughs> now, if I heard that our staff took off to go to an interview at Starbucks, I'd be like, what the fuck? <laughs> oh, God love my old boss. He was a patient man. Um, you know what? I remember the interview like pretty well. I definitely remember the Starbucks. I definitely missed the times where we did everything together because we were just a shit show. <laughs> Wait till we get into the shopping stories and the decorating stories and Ikea. Oh, we're a mess. <laughs> yeah, I was very blonde at the time. We were both very blonde and very blonde. <laughs> The epitome of the cliche. We stumbled, we fell, we did all the things. Um, but this interview in particular was successful. Also another blonde. And it was a great interview. We were very excited. I remember there was kind of like an automatic trust because of the family connection. <clears throat> um, not only did you know me, but you knew a few other people in the biz. And uh, she was definitely one of them. So there was not just a, a trust via connection, but a trust via experience, I think, too. And we were very excited. This was our first employee. The people that I fucking worked with hadn't even committed to coming to work with us yet. And uh, she was on board. She was full-fledged, full joy, two feet in, on board with, uh, with all the things that we had planned. <clears throat> and so it built, at the beginning especially, from... I'd say a few months before we opened, up until about six, seven, eight months in, um, she worked a lot. She we only had um, 
half of our spa built at the time. We were tiny. Baby Muse was tiny with three little rooms. We had a whole back section where we'd lunch. A couple of girls were smokers. People would have a smoke. Like, it was just the chill zone. Uh, Reminding yeah. me of high school, like smoker's corner. <laughs> That's probably what it was. Um, and then we'd, we'd bounce ideas and we'd shoot the shed. And we would <clears throat> talk about some of our plans or some of the things that we really wanted to do that we kind of knew would like, I don't want to say change the game yet. We weren't at the point of like knowing our power, but um, <clears throat> it was definitely disruptive stuff in the sense of creativity it was things we really wanted to launch or to like immerse into the industry that we felt was really missing. That was kind of the whole point of Muse was we felt there were these gaps and, and stuff missing and couldn't women do it better so here we were, just three girls, just literally bouncing ideas and shooting all the shit. And uh, after about, I don't know, six, eight months or so, um, a uh, part of, how do I, how do I premise this? A competitor spa that was part of, if you've watched any of our earliest episodes, episode two, three, four, five, um, was part of the coalition trying to take down Muse, try to run us not just out of business, but out of the city altogether um, and destroy our goals and our dreams and our established business. They decided to approach this girl um, and do what's called in our industry poaching, which, you know, in sports, it goes through agents and it's with contracts and they make trades and it seems much more on the up and up. To me, poaching in our industry is purchasing staff and something we've never done, we refuse to participate in. First of all, it makes no sense to me. Get your own fucking employees. But the, the, the premise of purchasing people just really rubs me the wrong way. And to me, it stems into trafficking because this is the sex industry. And so why are you purchasing humans? But whatever. They approached her and offered her $5,000 to leave our spa, to join theirs in a management role, and to take a number of our staff with her. And uh, she wanted that five grand more than she wanted her conscious at night. <clears throat> so she took it. And she took with her um, a few of our top staff at the time, some of our original muses in the sense that they hadn't worked in the business before. Um, had become very popular and made their name for themselves yeah. at Muse, as Muses. I will never think of them as anything but. Um, but they they took the bait as well. Little do they know that she was paid bonuses for taking them, so trafficking on trafficking, but whatever. Um, and they didn't even end up staying at that other spa for very long because it was not nearly as good as Muse, nowhere it is. Um, but yeah, for $5,000, she decided to take everything and all of our ideas with her, which to us was the infuriating part. And I mean, I was always, <laughs> I've always been a non-truster. And as we even touched on in previous episodes, I think I've helped guide you in, into not trusting people at times, but I trusted yep. her. And it pisses me off to this day because we spoke so candidly with her, not thinking anything like this would ever happen. She was just, she was a part of the team in a sense. I mean, I would never put myself in that position again, but we told her a lot of things. So when she moved on, she had a lot of information and mm -hmm. 
I mean, the staff that went, that's a financial, uh, you know, hurt for the moment. Of course, we're going to recover, but more so the plans, what we're up to, the things we talk about was, it was huge. Mm -hmm. You know, I, I almost would say I considered her a friend. I thought she mm -hmm. was someone we could not just trust, but we trusted her opinions on things and her feedback or response to some of our ideas. She was... um. She was enthusiastic about a lot of ideas. She had been in the business for a while. I think she, when we premised it as like, isn't there a gap here? Wouldn't it be cool if this was included or take this element from another part of the world or something and inject it into the Toronto scene? And uh, she was really gung-ho about all our ideas. She got us pumped up about our ideas. Um, so much so that not only were all these employees we thought very team muse they they were you know extremely excited to be not just on the team but the buzz was really happening for muse not only were we new obviously ruffling some feathers with all this new idea shit that was disrupting very comfy cozy businesses that had otherwise op operated very the same for years um we had a real team feeling i remember specifically um, going to some of the industry events. There used to be events that would happen a couple times a year, usually held at a strip club, different strip clubs each time, um, or different agencies would come and bring their their girls to escorts. The strippers would obviously be there. And not very often were massage parlors included, but we, of course, made a fucking point to be at every single one of those parties. And I remember the first one, we showed up in all red. We were the only team there that had like colors that had identifying stuff we we had our own booth and our own decorations and our own like this is our our zone like like a vip zone for the night um fast forward a few months there was the halloween party where we all showed up as french maids and everyone had a different french maid outfit but we were like this herd of like 18 different french maids just rolled into the strip club like we were part of a really cute team and people tease us sometimes and say Muse feels like camp and I'm like isn't it like day camp though it really is like we've got team spirit <laughs> we do activities and we have parties and themes and things and decorate for Christmas like we do all the cutesy stuff that uh is everything that my dreams are made of <laughs> I blame being raised by a teacher because everything had a bulletin board and a border to match and <laughs> stars for everyone and like we had so much fun with all this stuff and it was our first experience of being poached from it was our first experience of attendance that we adored leaving for somewhere else it, it took a few years to get over each time that would happen because the poaching till this day still happens um, i think it was the first time betrayal from the inside mm, mm. right oh i just felt that when you said it because like it's one thing when it's outside the house, but this is coming from inside the house and not just inside the building, but like we said, a friend, someone that we trusted, someone that was connected to your fam. Like, what the fuck? <laughs> it was yeah. it was the ultimate betrayal. Um, but at the time, we didn't really know all of the intricacies of kind of what went down or, you know, was it just the one spa or was it the whole coalition against us again? And uh, 
I definitely remember the way that we found out a thousand percent who was involved with ratting us out or attempting to rat us out to different governing agencies, be it bylaw, be it the tax man, be it police officers, be it down to building inspectors. Dun, dun, dun. Yeah. <laughs> and here we were doing our first expansion um, renovation. We had discussed building. We have a top floor to our unit that we could potentially build. We've never gone up there, but it was in talks that we would go up there um, and build more VIP area or like a shower room, something again that really didn't exist at the time. I mean, these were all like loose ideas, but stuff she was privileged to hearing. Um, and then all of a sudden we have building inspectors coming in and wanting to check up, check out the upstairs of our building. And I'm thinking like, there isn't, sir. We have no stairs. <laughs> what are you looking for? And it was like one of those aha moments of, oh, well, that's why they were looking. That's mm -hmm. why they were coming. And I mean, had we been building and had we not had the proper permits, which I mean, shame on her, we would have, um, we would have been in some deep trouble, right? Yeah, we would have been in so much shit. It would have cost us so much money. Um, and I remember this was still before we had managers really full time. I think our first manager, um, Sarah, was just working part time. And so we tried always to be there on the same days if possible. And uh, I think we we're both there that day because I remember opening the door and the building inspector showing up and hindsight. He was a lovely man. But when he first showed up, he was a furious man. <laughs> he was not happy. He, he was determined to, to figure out what the hell was going on in this building called 1290 Finch West Unit 13. Like he was just like, I'm here and it's on. Like, like he was right. he was on a mission. This is a man on a mission. And the only other person that we had told about this shower room, what's called the Vichy shower, which is very popular in Asia in massage parlors. Um which is basically a table with shower jets that kind of come on you. So it's like a soapy, watery, bubbly kind of experience with your attendant. Sounds super sexy. Mm -hmm. Renovation hindsight taught us, don't fuck with water. Don't put water on the second floor. <laughs> Bad idea, ex nay on the VC shower. However, have you seen the episode Water and Boyfriends, just to give you context? <laughs> literally go back and find that episode because it's the bane of our existence um she was the only person that knew that and so when he showed up saying he'd heard about this second floor and these water things and vichy shower things and stuff obviously two plus two equals four we know exactly who it came from so clearly june and her new spa she was at that poached her were the ones calling enforcement of all forms and fashions on us Mm -hmm. labor board there that same month we had the health and something people safety people coming in for fake reports about i don't know infestations and water but, leaks and and all these random things right that were just never never real um but this building inspector stormed in demanded to see the second floor we both were like what <laughs> What are you talking about? I mean, we knew there was always space, right? Some of our neighboring mm -hmm. units have have second floors or an upstairs separate entrance yep. um, with it with a different um, business on top or something like that. So 
we could look up into the rafters and envision it. Um, and when we built the second half and expanded Baby Muse into Muse 2.0, um, we prepped the ceiling so that it could one day get a floor if it needed. We didn't need to rejig all of the, uh, you know, the framing and stuff like that. And we have a specific space where the stairwell would go. And he was like, there's fucking stairs and there's a second floor. And, and he's showing all this paperwork. And he's like, I have a pile this big on my desk of like flooded reports about you guys not having permits and I don't see a permit record and blah, blah. like he was so mad and so like animated and we showed him where the stairs could go one day for now it's just a two water tanks like okay and so he pulls out a ladder from his truck and he goes stomping around upstairs on the rafters and we're like is this man crazy because like I don't know about you, but when I go up there and I look both ways, there's nothing. You yeah. could be like, hello, and it echoes. Like, there's literally nothing. It it looks like the top of a garage on the roof. Like, it's literally right. just ceiling. Like, there's, there's, you know, a good 12 feet of wall on either side and nothingness. And we're yeah. like, sir, what the fuck are you talking about? And he spent hours at the spa. He walked every inch of those rafters. He, he was baffled and bamboozled and just like what is happening right now because he's like I have hundreds of complaints about this non-permitted second floor how is there no second floor and we're right. like sir like like you're literally like your eyes are not deceiving you you can see clearly there is no second floor and so we started telling him about our competitors and that they're kind of out to get us and that they love to do this kind of thing and he was like, I'll be fucking damned if these people just pissed away my day when I could be out here with real clients and real things and dealing with real issues. And like the nerve of them, it's like they're lucky they're anonymous. And we were like, well, we could tell you who it was. You can't. But I mean, why, why are you even following an anonymous, you know, like if you really yeah. have concerns, say who you are. <laughs> It's true. Like this isn't crime stoppers. Stabber. Uh. <laughs> I love when you get mad. <laughs> Matt Riley's hilarious. <laughs> well, but there was more. There was more than the inspector. What else was there? Was things like I mean, they were the probably the first spa to emulate the Muse mixer. Mm -hmm. um, I mean, there was many as we've discussed, but it was the first. So it was the first one to really feel like. Oh, someone else, you know what I mean? I don't think we feel that pain anymore. Now it's more like, but at the time it was, it was a lot of anger. Um, what else did you do? I even think when we did the sex show, because it, it became mm -hmm. a time where we had to be or pay to be exclusive, the exclusive massage parlor for the sex show was because others were trying to get in um, and, and do what we do. And luckily it was kind of a friend of ours that we dealt with through the sex show that respected us enough to say like okay fine we'll give you exclusivity because normally these people can just pay their way into everything like here we'll give you mm -hmm. an extra 10 grand kick muse out let us in um there are so many things that that june brought to the table <laughs> so true. i'm still bitter <laughs> i'm so bitter still too and the annoying part is she still fucks with us on the regular um I know for a fact when people go interview there that the minute they say, oh, I worked at Muse or I was thinking of applying at Muse, 
they start with the blah, 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 and just like bitch and complain and trash us, which to me, if I was in a job interview, like if I'm interviewing for some corporate position at Coca-Cola and all you do is shit talk Pepsi, I'm like red flag. Like, what is this place? I don't want to be yeah. part of that toxic environment. Um, but it's just, it's never been let go on her. And why the fuck she was so bitter, bitter. She did us dirty. We didn't do anything to her. Um, yeah. But it got to the point where um, we had to send a cease and desist letter because this bitch wouldn't stop. She wouldn't, she wouldn't stop harassing us. She wouldn't stop harassing our staff. She wouldn't stop taking and stealing our ideas or copying things or trying to buy us out, like you said. Like that trade show, the everything to do with sex show, has been around for like 30 years. Where the fuck were you before? Just because yeah. we were the first ones to decide to jump on an advertising opportunity, like miss me with your nonsense. Yeah. Sorry, snooze you lose, you should have gotten there first. And so with everything we do, we have to sign exclusivity now. I hate that when we're trying to do a simple business negotiation or a new advertising campaign or something, we literally have to explain to them to anticipate hate mail or anticipate mm -hmm. shenanigans, which is fucking embarrassing even in the first place to say. But we're like, yeah. our competitors like to do this, this, and this. So if you suddenly are bombarded with 50 emails or 25 negative, you know, one-star Google reviews or whatever the hell it is, that's where it's coming from. They do it all the time. I could literally show you proof. Because we did end up meeting some techie, techie people that could figure out where IPs were coming from, or where VPNs came from, and they think they're slick to reroute everything. And lo and behold, <laughs> you're not. We know who it was. But the the funny thing about this building inspector is it was so verbatim that there was no questioning who it came from. It was so obvious. And I can right. picture them, the owner and, and June, just sitting around like, <laughs> and we're like, are you dumb? Like, are you actually dumb? First of all, fake reports about everything. We don't mm -hmm. break rules, not just because we know people will do this nonsense. But we both are literally just wholesome people. Again, I said it in one of our early episodes. It is unfathomable to our haters to think that we are nice, smart, and attractive all at the same time. Unfathomable. These people must be cunts because, like, just default. And yeah. I like that we're nice. I like that we're nerdy. I like that we err on the side of caution. I like that we were well-raised, brought up properly with decorum. We ask permission. You know, we do certain things by the rules. I don't want to end up in the newspaper again. <laughs> we right. don't want to end up on CP24. Like, I have no desires to be that kind of famous. Mm -hmm. We want to be Netflix famous. That's fucking different. <laughs> so, like, it's it's just stupid. And the amount of money that they have pissed away to do these kinds of things. I mean, Nobody's doing that kind of volume reporting to some sort of enforcement or, or governing agency for free. So you're paying mm -hmm. someone to literally like call all day or submit letters all day or whatever the fuck. Like, really? This is what you piss your time and your money away on? You could have beat us at our own game if you paid attention to your own business instead of ours. And they if just you remember too, If you remember, too, the, we, we did find out that they were in our email. Um, mm -hmm. And I remember being like, I, I I think we were both like, is someone tapping my phone? Like, how do they know about things? There, there was just no way that it was kind of like how Google is now. Like you, you say it once and the next thing you know, all the ads are coming up, right? It was like, you're far, everyone knew. And I was like, 
how is this happening? And it wasn't until we found out that they were in our email or in our back system, which was it? I remember that we both had Blackberries at the time and we okay. literally found a tech person that works with like law enforcement to make sure that like spies aren't in like law enforcement phones and like Blackberry's main only reason they're still in business is security systems. So right. like at first people were like, you have a Blackberry. There's nobody in your fucking phone. Like relax, Nokia. Like you're not in, Nobody's in there. Nobody cares about you. Nobody's spending that kind of money. And it turned out they were in the back end of our website. And so they had access specifically. I know they had access to the general email. This was years ago. Clients, you can feel comfortable about emailing us now. We have our security shit down pat. Um, but specifically in the hiring email. And the mm -hmm. only way that we found out beyond our suspicions and things that just weren't, like the math wasn't mathing, we knew something fishy was happening, was one girl took the time to email us and be like, guys, I sent you an application. It was like, I don't know, three, four days prior. She had heard a follow-up from us and then all of a sudden got this email specifically from that particular spa signed by June herself that was like, we heard you're interested in applying at Muse and we think you should come work at blah, blah, blah instead. And here's why. And the reasons why weren't anything about their spa being better. It was Emily and Riley do this and Emily and Riley are this and they're fucking bitches and da, 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 da. And you don't want to be involved in that because it's really shady. And the irony was that this June chick her boyfriend, who would finance her whole life, was a fucking cocaine dealer to top it all off. So, like, miss me with your nonsense. Again, people cannot fathom that we're actually good people. And I love that it bothers them now. Like you said, it it, it devastated us at the time. But now I'm like, <laughs> I'm like, suck a dick and shut up. Like, go, go about your business. Why are you shopping at my spa? Can you not hire? Can you not find employees yourself? Do you not know yeah. how to train people to be a great attendant? Do, do you not know how to be successful without bashing other people? Like, where's the, why is this girl hate happening so much? Like, you do you. Because trust me, we don't give a fuck about what they do. We still no. go about all of our ambitions. We still come out with new sessions. We still come out with creativity. We still run our promotions and do incognito advertising and have a fucking podcast. Like, we're still going to be Emily Riley. They have never stopped us at what we do. But- the fact that June still has salt up her butt about it, still has a lot to say to anyone who will listen, which is hilarious with new employees. And I'm so grateful for the girl that emailed us saying, did you guys know? And she forwarded me the email. Yeah. So obviously it wasn't from their direct uh, website email. It was a made up little hotmail thing. Um, but signed it with her name, love June. And I was like, oh, <laughs> there it is fuck you <laughs> and of course then we're on the phone with our web guy and it was a whole scramble to tighten up the back end and then we saw how much they were in it and how much they were trying to like manipulate our website or, or like edit things and adjust things yeah. and direct people they tried to change our map if you remember to send them to their spa instead of our spa and like set the actual track like it extended so much. And like we said, yeah. to this day, we still we still hear and know about the fuckery. If you listen to an episode, a few episodes back about a girl that was paid by another spa to poach our staff, guess what spa? <laughs> same fucking place, same fucking June and owner. So 
there's there's part one of the June story because there's a lot more to June and and the things that she did. So I think we'll save that for the next one, or maybe a few I episodes from I now. I really like June's watching. Hi June. This is wow. <laughs> You're so cute. Hey, guys, we're... Let's, let's wrap it up before we get carried away. <laughs> okay. I don't want a mean girl at all. We support the babes of the business, and if owners want to fuck around, that's on them and their conscious. We sleep well at night. Look how gorgeous we are. Are you kidding me? It's amazing. Anyway, thanks y'all for listening to this hilarious episode entitled June. <laughs> Make sure you, bitch again. <laughs> we definitely will it will come up again make sure you like subscribe follow on all of our social media join the patreon and subscribe to get some extra juicy content over there and thank you for tuning in again listening to our journey of owning a rub and tug we'll see you next time thanks guys